1: as the number one audio company iheartmedia gives you access to all every audience live conversations trusted influencers and the insights and data you need to grow iheartmedia is your access company go to iheartresults.com for more
0: snakes zombies sharks heights speaking in public the list of fears is endless
2: Money making conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money making conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and really, come on y'all, and start writing your own. Do your own work. Stop over there wishing and praying and hoping that you be you are that person because you're not. That person lived their life and accomplished their goals through their journey. And I always tell people to lead with your gifts. Your gifts, your passions, and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. The interviews I do on Money Making Conversations are really geared towards you. I, I call some of my friends who are celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people like think call industry decision makers to come on the show and just... Show you the way. You know, I always tell people this. Successful people can tell you how to be successful because they are successful. My next guest is very successful. She's back and she's healthy. She's Sean Robinson. She's a proud graduate of the HBCU. We always talk about this every time. Spellman in Atlanta University, in Atlanta, Georgia. Spellman. She's an Emmy winning journalist, TV host, producer, and philanthropist. She's an executive producer on The New Lifetime, Originals Movies, Lust, A Seven Deadly Sins Story, and Envy. That's back to back, April 10th and April 17th. Envy, a seven deadly sin story. And we'll also be discussing a little bit her hosting duties on Nanny Day Fiance franchise, (laughs) Tell All, and her foundation, which I always have to talk about, uh, Sean, a foundation for girls which nurtures and supports underserved and underrepresented girls and young women in the areas of STEM, health, arts, unity, neighborhoods. Please welcome back to my show, been a long time, Miss Sean Robinson.
1: Hello, my friend. How are you? It's so great to be back with you. Let
2: me put the word executive producer. Sean Robinson, because, you know, Sean, <laughs> we've known each other a long time. Originally, of course, you know, you was hosting an entertainment magazine show. That journey to this journey, we don't see it, but it's happening now. And, you, and you're so popular on your LinkedIn. You know, people really resonate with your motivational quotes and your, your, your lifestyle. You really are starting to find your voice. Or maybe you've always had your voice, but you're using the platform to tell it now. Tell us about that.
1: Well, thank you so much, Rashawn. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, just being here with you is a real blessing Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, share my message and, uh, you know, share these, you know, these new chapters in my life. Because I'm all about, uh, you know, helping to motivate people and telling them that, you know, you can do many Mm -hmm. things uh, by, by sheer perseverance, faith. And hard work. Uh, that's, you know, that's what I'm about. So, you know, um, you know, spent uh, my entire career <laughs> in front of the camera uh, doing, first started in local news in uh, my hometown of Detroit, and then worked my way up through so many different um, news markets and then came to uh, a, a national show and national back then meant national because there was no... Facebook, Twitter, no social media, anything like that. Back in 1999, Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. believe it was so, so long ago. And then uh, after spending, you know, 16 years on uh, Access Hollywood, um, started thinking, you know, what is next? What's next for me? How do I, how do I, you know, use my talents, put what I've learned to good use and just started kind of acquiring different properties Uh, thinking about different projects that I wanted to do and really trying to, you know, pursue those goals and 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 figure out, like, what exactly do I want my my next chapter to look like? And what do I want my legacy also to be? And so um, so here we are today. It's, um, you know, in addition to being an Emmy Award winning journalist, I now get to add executive producer as you said to my name, which I'm so <laughs> excited about with these new movies on Lifetime. Not one, but two movies on Lifetime. So I'm I'm just really very, very blessed. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a long journey, but it's been one with peaks and valleys. And so, um, you know, it's led me to you today.
2: Well, you know, the beauty of the, the valleys are there are major peaks that really doesn't the, the valley isn't so much a valley. It's just a place to rest so you can climb another peak. Because that's what yeah. you're doing every time I've seen you, you know, whether it's community. and But it all started you know, in Atlanta at Spelman. And HBCUs yeah. came to the forefront of America during the pandemic era, when especially post George Floyd's corporations started making a lot of donations towards HBCUs. And we've always talked about HBCUs every time I've interviewed your own Money Making conversation, Talk about the foundation of that. And Hollywood is dominated by HBCU graduates in the entertainment industry. And you're just one of the leaders in that now, you behind the camera. Talk about the success that you got from the educational and the lifestyle that was presented to you at Spelman.
1: Yeah, you know, Spelman gave me um, a, an appreciation, a real appreciation for sisterhood, and also when you empower a girl, she can change the world. Mm. And that was one of the reasons that I started my foundation. Uh, But even before that, you know, I came from parents who always taught me, if God gives you a platform, use it to give back. I could cover a gazillion red carpets. I could make, you know, so much money in the world. um, But what I was doing for other people is what was important uh, to my parents and to my grandparents. So I always, you know, my journey through life has been led by philanthropy and giving back. So at Spelman, it was, you know, I remember, Rashawn, just saying, I mean, thinking about the women that I saw right before me as this girl, this teenage girl. And then a girl, you know, you know, in my early 20s, sitting there, seeing uh, like poets, Nikki Giovanni, Alice Walker, um, Coretta Scott King, uh, civil rights leaders coming through the the gates of Spelman and speaking to us about our dreams, our goals, and um, the fact that we can accomplish anything that we put our minds to. I would not trade my education at Spelman for anything in the world. It just taught us that You know, first of all, taught us the value of education and a real gave us a real connection about our our ancestry and where we came from. And the fact that it was up to us to help change the world for the better for all these little black girls coming after us. Mm -hmm. So um, that like I said, that was one of the reasons that I started my foundation, because it's important to give back and it's important to give a voice to those that that don't have one.
2: Amazing. Uh, Lifetime and Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yes. Uh, um, The idea, the concept. Now, how did you gain control of the franchise that you have? Mm -hmm. One is premiering on Lifetime this Saturday and the following Saturday, the second one is premiering. Back to Back Weekends with your name on it. Talk about pulling it all together. And then we're going to talk about each episode and not give away too much of the plot.
1: Yes, yes. And so, Rashawn, I'm I'm sure being, you know, an executive producer, you know, producer (laughs) yourself, you can identify with a lot of this story. But when I actually when I was still at Access Hollywood, I started thinking about like, okay, what, what what what? you know, do I want to have control over it? I, right. I want to have control over different projects. I want to start acquiring projects that I'm really, really interested in. Um, and so a friend of mine uh, named Patrick Henry Bass, he was at Essence Magazine at the time, who's a books editor. Right. And he called me, you remember Patrick, mm-hmm. I think you do know Patrick. Mm-hmm. He, um, he called me up and he said, Sean, he said, uh, I just got the galley for a new book, an upcoming book by author Victoria Christopher Murray, who's a very prominent author in the African-American community. And she's written like, I don't know, 30 books or so. And he said, the book is called Lust. She's writing the entire seven deadly sins. Each book is a different deadly sin. He said, you need to call Victoria up Tell her that you want to option this book and the entire series. And so I called Victoria uh, because I knew her. And I said, hey, Victoria, you know, I'm producing now. And I would really love to try to turn these books into movies. So she was like, "Okay, let's do it. And so when I first, so we did the deal. And when I first started pitching it around town, Rashawn, uh, you know, I I pitched it back then to Lifetime. Mm -hmm. I pitched it to some other networks. I pitched it to individual producers. And Everyone loved it but it, the timing wasn't right, right. And this is the thing about timing okay mm-hmm. just because there just because the answer is sometimes we think the answer is no mm-hmm. but the answer is really not yet yeah. right okay so that's really important so I was pitching I pitching around town and then uh, you know several months I think gosh almost a year probably went by. And I pitched it to TD Jakes also. And then Bishop Jakes did a project at Lifetime that was very, very well received, as all of his projects are. But yes. um, so he wanted, he was acquiring more property. He wanted to do, you know, he was looking for more projects to do. And so his producing partner, Derek Williams, Called me up and he said, um, he said, Hey Sean, do you still have you remember that project we talked about many, many moons ago? Do you still have the project The Seven Deadly Sins? And I said, Yes, I do still have it. And he said, Well, Bishop Jakes would like to partner with you and do it on Lifetime. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we did. We formed this partnership. And there it was. We had because of this, you know, because of this partnership now, we have, you know, these two movies, possibly seven movies. We, we hope um, uh, we're, we're, we're calling it. And that's how that's how it all happened. And so we started working on it, started working on the scripts, uh, you know, found writers for the you know, for the scripts. And then uh, COVID happened. Right. Everything came to a standstill. I'm like, oh, no, not again, not again. And so um, and so then everything slowed down. But then Lifetime came to us and said, OK, let's let's get in gear. Let's do it. And we ramped up really, really fast and we shot through COVID. And now here it is like it. And I think I optioned the books, Rashawn, in 2018. 20- Eighteen, I think, <laughs> um, or twenty-seven. No, actually, in twenty seventeen, that's when I talked to Victoria about the books. Twenty seventeen. Here we are in twenty twenty-one. Uh, now the movies are happening, and so you know, sometimes it happens fast, sometimes it doesn't. But you just have to keep at it. You keep. You have to keep on persevering uh, until you reach that
2: goal. Well, you know, the thing about it is that first of all, that's with COVID interest. Uh, Delaying everything, it's still pretty fast, from the idea of talking yes. to somebody, then pitching it, and then you have back-to-back movies on back-to-back weekends yes. airing in 2021. It's pretty fast. It's pretty yes. fast. Second, first of all, not only pretty fast, but also well-produced, where I saw both movies and off air, and I got to tell, tell everybody on air. I am a guy, I get a lot of books. I get a lot of movies to watch. Sometimes I watch three or four movies a weekend. I've gotten yes. really good at reading books really fast and reading and scanning through movies really bad because I see the beginning of the plot. I pretty much know how the middle is going to feel like in the end. I could not do that with your movies. <laughs> your <laughs> movies were so well written. The characters were so well developed. If you did not, if you missed any nuance of the character's <laughs> reason, the rationale for why they're doing something in the movie, then you missed the movie. It forced me to watch Every minute of those movies and that, my friend, is an incredible testament to being a great writers, great directors, but also great leadership as an executive producer. Tell us about these movies.
1: Well, well OK, so mm-hmm. lust mm-hmm. is that insatiable desire yes. to have yes. something <laughs> that, you know, you should not have. Okay, who hasn't felt that at some time in their life? Everybody can deal. Everybody can can identify with lusting after something or someone at some point in their life. So our 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 main character, Tiffany, is, um, you know, she's in a relationship about to get married with the man of her dreams, and then she is confronted with. One of the deadly sins, which is lust, and how that takes her uh, down a path that um, she is going to have to deal with the consequences of lust, and how do you deal with it? And here's here's the thing, Rashawn. I grew up in the church. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, I have a you know my background is in the church. I you know I was baptized when I was. I don't know. I think sick or took my first communion at six raised Catholic. But anyway, so, you know, they teach us about the consequences of sin, the wages of sin, you know. So, you know, I I love these stories because it does have that element of faith, but it's not beating you over the head with you know you should do this or you should do that. So the jur- now, the audience goes on this journey with Tiffany. Yes they and do. At, at times they're probably like, "No, don't do that." But, you know, they they want her they want her to win in the end.
0: It's finally here. The season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah or going to midnight mass, And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
1: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the
0: United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you... And you could be me... For just one hour...
2: If you could find a way...
0: To get inside... Each other's mind... Walk a mile in my shoes.
2: Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a, Walk mile, a mile in, in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Walk a mile
1: in my shoes.
2: Well, it's, it's first of all, great acting, great casting. You know, let me just drop a little, in the uh, lust my man, uh, Sexy guys are in this movie. uh, Carrie takes the lead in this movie as Tiffany's character. We got Tank. Oh my God, Tank. I didn't want to say his name. I didn't want to say Tank's name. I was trying to avoid saying Tank's name because he looks great. His body looks, he's in shape. He takes his shirt off 15,000 times, ladies. You know, (laughs) 15,000. At one time, he takes his shirt off. I'm going, I never look like that. Tank, (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. Tank is acting in here. Tank is acting. Tank is good.
1: Tank is good. And you know, so funny, I was talking to Tank the other day, and he hasn't, he hasn't seen the movie. A lot of times, you know, we get to see the movie but, you know, before, obviously, as a producer, I do. But Tank uh, hadn't seen the movie. I said, Tank, you're going to hate you. You're going to hate you when you see you. I'm going to tell you. I'm
2: going to tell you ready I'm, with that shirt? I don't know. I don't know, Sean, because when Tank shows up and meets Tiffany for the first time, <laughs> and I, I went, boy. <laughs> Boy, that was some smooth moves he laying on her right now. But it was, it was, uh, I, I would will be honest with you. Why we talk about lust when we're talking to Sean Robbins. she's the executive producer on this new Lifetime series, uh, seven, seven Deadly Sins. And the first episode that's gonna air in the in the movie series is called Lust, and we're gonna go and talk about envy in a minute. But I just carry did an amazing job. I mean, the subtleties, you know, know, I've been in this industry a long time. So I get to see subtleties. I get to say, who can act, who can't act. I've been blessed to work with Oscar winners and Jamie Foxx and uh, Monique as Oscar winners. So I've been around Hop for Steve Harvey. A lot of talent. You know my background. I loved her subtleties. I love her ability. She has a great career as an actress. We know what she can do as a singer. Great career. Tank, when he came in as the uh, lust, as lust, he was amazing. He was yes. he was subtle. He was uh, trouble. You knew he was trouble when he walked. When he opened the front door. When
1: he when he opened the front door, you know he was trouble.
2: You knew he was, he was trouble as soon
1: as he got landed first frame of the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you you knew it. Like okay, dude, you gonna bring this to your house? Yeah, that was <laughs> remember you was talking about people talking to the screen. That was me going. Okay, dude, you gonna bring this to your house? Really? <laughs> Really, not knowing that your your wife is uh in mental discussions about her life, is she with the right man, is she doing the right things in bed, and should I try other things and all these things, which gives lust avenues to make you do wrong. Because it can't it can't penetrate or it can't it can't crumble. Uh, stability; it can't crumble. Yeah. A, a, a positivity, and so that's why I love this this whole concept and this whole idea of developing this, a movie that shows you relatable. And I'm talking about this might be an all black cast, but the, pro- the but the but the projects are so relatable to anybody.
1: Yes, the, the, it's universal. You know, it's it's you know the themes are universal. Um, you know, and that's what we wanted to accomplish. And that, you know, and as we're having these conversations about diversity and inclusion right. in Hollywood today, you know, we, you, you don't have to cast black folk just when it's a black moot. Like our themes, we go through the same things that other people go through. Right. And so that's that's what I love um, is this. These themes are definitely universal. Anybody can relate to what Tiffany is going. Through.
2: And that's what I really loved about it. And that's really what, what's kinda annoying what what people in general have pigeonholed African American talent, producers, writers, directors saying that only black people want to watch your projects. You know, and no, those, not at all. And we're seeing that on streaming platforms where popular projects are going number one and they all black cast or so the cast of predominantly. Yeah. And that's what I really loved about this particular series of movies that I saw back to back. Now let's go to Envy. Envy oh, plays okay. on because that's because the first one's more adult, which I thought was beautiful. Now you're taking on a young character lead in Envy. And this is, uh, is, is actually, is, uh, I want to say her name, Soraya, correct? That's correct. Soraya. Soraya. Uh-huh.
1: Soraya. 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 Yes. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: thank you. Yeah. Soraya. She's,
1: uh, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. She is really great. And when I first saw her, her reel, her audition reel, um, I was like, gosh, you know, she's really, she really pops on screen. She's yes, she very fantastic. She was, uh, she was on power, just came off power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, we're really lucky, uh, to, to have found her, um, or we're look really lucky that she was available for this project because she just really brings it home. Um, and it's, uh, she, she's, she's really dynamic.
2: Well, you know, the thing—and I got to see a rough cut of that. You know, I, you know, I got to see it. So I still—but it was a beautiful presentation of what you guys are going to put on the main screen. I said rough cut. Some credits yeah. were missing. That's all I'm saying. But everything that was in place. And the thing about it, when I—I I really— got to see her act you know i saw on empire and all that stuff so i'm familiar with her singing and her acting talents but this was a rangy project you know and then you brought in candace was candy burrows who i love from real mm-hmm. housewives and then dc young fly was also yes. here playing a little meanie he plays a little meanie y'all he's not <laughs> telling no <laughs> jokes in here but he's he a little does. meanie little, he does. little, he little does. underhanded he does. meanie and then of course my boy clifton powell he's in both movies He's a boy. Both- he can double checks. Young man, old man, young man, old man.
1: <laughs> Rashawn, do you remember
2: when Clifton Powell was on um, Rock? Yes, yes, yes. Clifton, I'm gonna tell you something. I- Clifton Powell. Our relation goes all the way back to 2000. See, so I-, I met you and Clifton Powell about the same time. Because that's when we did the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's when you and I really connected in 2000. So Clifford yes. Powell, I met him. He used to come into the morning show. We used to meet. And I used to always admire his professionalism. His and He did, and was doing, always doing major roles and always becoming the star. Where I always felt he could be. And it's just to see him, and because he plays an a older character in Lust. And he plays a person more his age in Envy. And it's really uh, an important role to, to because that's the that's the the minister side of the movie that that you there's always a moment in each movie that you're in the church and you get to hear a message, yeah. but it's not a message that's beating you over the head. That's what I loved about this show. I know exactly what you're trying to do and you're accomplishing it, but you're not making me feel like I got to go pick up the Bible to understand that this is relatable <laughs> life. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, and I just love Clifton Powell so much. He brings a thousand percent uh, to work Every single day. And I'm so glad that he is a part of the project. You know, Candy Burris, who is she is like building her her acting resume. And, you know, Rashawn, for me, um, I as we were looking over the different actors and actresses mm-hmm. for Lust and Envy, you know, as an executive producer, it's so wonderful for me to be able to be part of the decision making process that can give uh, these actors these opportunities, um you know, and help them maybe even reach their next goal. So I that's what i that's one of the things I really enjoy about being a decision maker, being an executive producer because, For me, it's about providing opportunities uh, to people who, uh, you know, listen, Hollywood is still a very tough place, a very, very tough place for, uh, you know, people of color. And to be able to help them along in their journey is so satisfying for me.
2: I, you know. I've been there. I've been on the other side of casting people. When I look at my career, I look at the Gabriel Unions, the Kim Whitley's, yes. the Cannons. You know, so many actors I see that are acting today, Wendy Raquel Robinson. It, yeah. it, 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 that's what you're talking about. You know, you're in a room and you are in a position to, that's why I love what Will Packer's doing. You know, he's a, yeah. he's a game changer. And Sean, you are becoming a game changer. And, you know, the power really is behind that camera, you know, in that writer's room, in that director's. You know, talking to executives who come down and really only speak to you. Unless the actor or actress is powerful, they won't even speak to them. They only speak to the executive mm-hmm. producers, the showrunners. They may talk to the writers if it's in a writer room format, but you'll get the primary notes. Bishop T.D. Jakes gets the primary notes. And, and hearing that come from me, what did you realize about taking on a project like this? And, how, and I know it put a smile on your face when it, when it, when it you know, you have two stages of the smile. First of all, yeah. she said <laughs> yes to you optioning it. Then Bishop T.J. called you, said you won't be in the project. Then you finally cast in it, and now it's about to air, and you're being interviewed nationally. I'm just one of many platforms that are interviewing you yeah. to promote this. Where are you at emotionally with this project?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing: um, when when T. Jakes, when when uh, you know T. D. Jakes and, and and Derek Williams called me and said, "Hey, do you have this project?" um you know that was definitely a you know a game changer for me because i had this project that was that i had shopped around town and that i owned and then i was shopping around town and i had um you know it could have been a different partner that right. i went with mm-hmm. but i felt that you know partnering with 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 you know, Bishop Jakes, what an extraordinary producer he is. And not only that, um, but his brand is just right in line with this, this project. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, uh, one of the lessons was, you know, you want to, sometimes you just want to rush things and you want to just go with, you know, whatever offer is presented to you at first, but you really have to think about who you're going to be in business with and how you guys are going to gel. And does this partnership work for the good of the project? And I felt that this partnership definitely was perfect for this project. So um, that was, you know, when you talk about putting a smile on my face, uh, you know, having this partnership with him Mm -hmm. is extraordinary for me. And as I look at um, other projects that I'm doing, and being careful about who I choose as a partner, it's, it's a, I think it's a lesson for, for all of us. Don't rush it. Be more intentional with your decisions.
2: Well, you know, um, you've always been intentional. I know when we brought this project. I, the reason I just really enjoy talking about it, because I know there's always a journey. And just to see the transformation in you. You know, when mm-hmm. I say this is a good thing, you know, you know, on LinkedIn, I just see, I, I follow your motivation. I follow your stories. I follow you because you really personalize your life. You put your life out there and to yeah. see this as being a part of that story that you're now ready to tell. I think it's amazing. And I want to just say congratulations to you. And these you. Two projects. You know, I want to talk about a couple of, I'll bring you back on the show to talk about 90 day fiance and, <laughs> and your foundation. <laughs> that
1: like juggernaut, but that, you know, it's, uh, Do you know a 90 day fiance is, is seen in 168 countries and territories? That's.
2: I lost you for a minute.
1: I, I I just said, uh, do you know that 90 Day Fiance is seen in 168 countries and territories?
2: Well, you know. That's how big that show well, is. Well, it was big in my house. It was big in my house. It was big in my office. It was big everywhere because I, I can't understand how people do this. And you sit up there interviewing these people like they're normal people, though. That's what would be getting me. you be, you be like, you you interviewing these people like you're talking to Tom Hanks or somebody normal or some celebrity. And they be sitting up there like they got it going on. How do you. Sustain such credibility interviewing these people because you're wonderful. You got your hair right, makeup right. These people crazy. They crazy.
1: Listen, here's, here's the flip side of that. <laughs> the show tells you how about the... When we talk about universal themes, the universal theme of wanting to be loved. Yes. Everyone can identify with that. Yes. And that is why... This show is so popular yes. because everybody can identify with how far do I go yes. to find love? So, yes. So I, as the host of the show, yes. I have that empathy for everybody that I talk to.
2: Well, you know, first of all, it, it's first of all, you're fantastic. And this <laughs> is just, just what I love about your life right now. You still, with that, allow you to stay in front of the camera. And then you have these upcoming projects on Lifetime. And it's going to be more. I'm just going to let you know uh, Lifetime has found something with this series. is right in line. It's uh, female-centric. The storylines were fantastic. The, you know, more breakout stars are being developed under your umbrella. You know, I, I see you. I'm just going to throw this little title on you. I, I see you about to do what Will Packer did several years ago. Oh, you're gonna start you. you're gonna start doing it as well, as what Ava DuVernay is doing, as so many other people, Shonda Rhimes is is doing right now. You're going to put that hat on and run with it because what I saw in watching these two series was quality work, stories I want to share, stories I want to tell, family stories, stories that can change people's lives. That's key right there. Change people's yeah. lives and make their lives better. Fan, congratulations, Sean yeah. Robinson.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, from from your mouth to God's ears, um, I hope that uh, it's wonder. new chapters are scary, Rashawn, as you know, Mm -hmm. but they can be so fulfilling um, when you really like sit down, think about what it is you have to offer. A lot of times we get pigeonholed. We think that, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I can't do anything else. But then when you start to like look at, you know, you know step out on faith, right. but also be prepared, educate yourself, gain more knowledge about a particular area, talk to people who are in those fields. You know, there are so many more opportunities that you can take advantage of.
2: Well, I know that for a fact. Uh, when I stepped yeah. away from managing Steve Harvey, it was it was a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, because a lot of people only know you from what you did previously. A lot of people don't yes. know you from what you did on Access Hollywood. And so that can pigeonhole you. And the relationships you have really don't allow you to move forward. But you're not only moving forward, you're running. You're running. In fact, you're driving forward in a very fancy car. It's called (laughs) Lifetime. Thank you you so much. I I appreciate you for coming on. And I'm sure I'm going to see these posts out there. Of course, I'm going to put it in my newsletter, put it on my social media. I'm going to tell everybody to watch it. More importantly, everybody's going to watch my podcast as well as hear my podcast. And thank you for coming on the show again. Okay.
1: Can I ask you one favor, Sean? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you make me a sweet potato pie?
2: Yes, I can. In fact, uh, you know, some. I'm going to text you a picture and I'm going to make you one. And In fact, I'm going to be out in L.A. in like three weeks and we're going to connect, okay? okay? Uh, Seriously, and I got an office down here in Atlanta. Yes. You, you, You just opened up a can of worms. I am going to make you a sweet potato pie. In fact, when I make it, Sean, you'll be standing right next to me. Okay, perfect. Deal? deal because i see those old <laughs> luscious desserts you make and'm like i gotta have one of those uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna show you some stuff because because you shot the movies down here in Atlanta right did you shoot them in yes. Atlanta okay cool yes. when you come back down here for the next series and you coming okay. back down here I'm just gonna let you know you the movies are that good lust and envy are that good when sure. you come back down here we're gonna Thank connect you, i'm gonna bring you by the office we're gonna eat we're gonna talk and do some private conversations about the next <laughs> put it on podcast do some stuff because i'm launching my own TV show called Rushan's kitchen so i Uh, Oh, Oh, okay. Great. So this is perfect time. This is perfect.
1: Great. Okay.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws, or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.